Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this special podcast is from our Reach Church relaunch service with Pastor Omar Lopez and pastors and leaders on a panel where they discuss the history of our church, where we are, and where we are headed. We hope you enjoy this message. Come on, give God a big praise today. I think I'm actually going to call my family up now. You guys might as well just come on up now. And uh, we just felt that uh, today uh, we were going to do things a little different. I know we've had several different panels in our, uh, come on in. There you go. There you go, babe. Right over here. And uh, yeah, I, I can sit on the stoop so that way we can, yeah, otherwise we'd be kind I don't mind, but I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I don't mind being close to you at all. That'd be great. Um, but we, we just felt uh, this morning that we would do. Uh, kind of as we're doing this name change and um, celebrating this time together, we felt that it was appropriate that maybe uh, we have different people and different families in our church kind of talk about that. Uh, but at the same time, I know we're in the new series, Upgrade. How many are excited about Upgrade? And, <laughs> and here's the thing. When we say Upgrade, uh, you know, they're always in the Bible, uh, God seemed to change people's names. Uh, he said, Jacob, you're no longer Jacob, you're Israel. He told Abraham, you're no longer a- Abram, you're Abraham. Uh, you're no longer Simon, uh, but you're Peter. You're, you're... And so constantly, even Saul, he said, your name's not Saul, but you're Paul. And every time there was a new season and a new chapter in somebody's life, uh, there seemed, God always seemed to make a name change. And this is part of what we're doing today as we're celebrating. And so uh, I have my family up here. Of course, my son Isaiah and his wife and my grandkids, I miss them so much. Uh, They're in Texas, and uh, they're helping out our church there in Huddle, Texas, and they're part of that church. Isn't that powerful what God's doing? Never. If, If I could do it all over again, I would never send anyone to Texas. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This is... uh, uh, that's what we're that's what we're doing. We're impacting lives, impacting states, and um, and again, uh, it's just so powerful to see what the Lord is doing. We are we're so thankful for this congregation and uh, how much you've embraced us and our family, and even embracing all that the Lord is doing here. I think what we indicated in that video is the uh, the the message is the same, but the methods change, right? And uh, we have to really begin to think about change and what God is doing. There's a scripture in, in the book of Ecclesiastes. Most, most of us are familiar with it, but I want to just kind of read it to you. And it said, there is an appointed time for everything, and there is a time for every event under heaven. It says there's an appointed time, it said, a time to give birth and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot what is planted, time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build up. There's a time to weep and there's a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. We're going to be dancing today. A time to throw stones and a time to gather stones. And a time to embrace and a time to shun embracing. A time to search and a time to give up as lost. And a time to keep and a time to throw away. And again, the scripture is basically saying that there's seasons and times in our lives, and they're not always joyous, but it's just a season. And I've always said seasons change with time, right? 
And, and uh, that's the wonderful thing. Cycles, though, uh, only change with us. We don't want things to become a cycle. We want things to be a season. And uh, you're in a season right now, whether you're mourning, whether you're weeping, whether you're laughing, or whether you're dancing, it's a season, and seasons change. But we have to realize, in the midst of those seasons, God is with us. And so, uh, years ago, my wife and I came here uh, to Paramount 32 years ago. Is that right, sweetheart? 32 years ago. And uh, we were called to come out here. Uh, we went looking for a city. Our pastor said, go look for a city. And uh, we actually drove up the coast, I think, all the way from Orange County and San Diego, I think it might have even been. And then went up the coast. And then we actually ended up uh, coming through Long Beach and then coming right here through Paramount. And we were driving right here through Paramount Boulevard and uh, all of that. <laughs> Did I just steal your whole thunder there? <laughs> so, honey, why don't you kind of share what, what you remember <laughs> before I get in trouble? <laughs> Go ahead, baby. <laughs> well, you know, uh, he, was, he was driving, obviously. I was looking around and looking. I was co-pilot, and I'm looking around, and we come across, you know, we, we enter into the city of Paramount, and just something drew us. It's like, honey, this is it. We're both in agreement. This is it. Paramount is it. And so we're looking around, and we just drove back down this street, and I go, look, there's a building right there. And so we went there, and um, it was available, and we went, and we got all the information, and we told our pastor, we found a building. And um, he told us, you know, that's great and everything, but, you know, there is a church. There is a church in Long, Long Beach. There is a church in Long Beach that need a building. And so we had to give up our building and our city. And he says, go look for another city. And so that's what we did. Yeah, and that's what we did. And we ended up in Garden Grove for like six months, I think it was. And we were in Garden Grove. And we, we, we were there making it work. But our heart was really here. And uh, at that time, there was the church here. And again, the church began to struggle. There were a lot of things that were happening here in this church. And uh, my pastor made a phone call to me, and he said, uh, uh, the church is really struggling. The pastor is going to resign. There's a lot of problems, but uh, I think you can make it happen. I said, thanks. I'm going to the church with a lot of problems. Uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't a very large church at the time either, but uh, there was a lot of issues. And he was correct. There was major issues that were going on. And so, but the thing about it was that the Lord opened this door again. And it's the very building that we found right here. Uh, at that time, the building was, we only had half of this building. So if you can imagine uh, a wall all the way across, we only had the back side of the building. The rest of this building was uh, a print shop. It was the vocational print shop. And back in the 80s and 90s, um, uh, people would go to a print shop and learn the vocation. So there were uh, printing machines up here. There were offices. And so uh, they, were, they would use the building during the daytime and, of course, uh, during the week and the night, we'd be here. And, of course, on the weekend, they wouldn't be here. So we'd never run into them. And that's the way the building was. And uh, that's when we first... I don't know if you want to show a few pictures of the way the church was. I don't know if we can show them up there. So that's, that's when we first came. That's my son, um, Omar. And I had a whole lot of hair back then. And uh, we were, uh, at that time, we were uh, 24, 25 years old at that time. And uh, go ahead, you can sh go ahead and show a few of those pictures. That's, that's us here, and that's actually here in this building. 
Now, the building was this way. The platform was over here on this side. We were facing that way. And uh, we were actually kind of singing, I think, Feliz Navidad that time. Go ahead and ch- show the next one. we show a few of them. Uh, that's our, uh, one of our first revivals with Pastor Carl from the Elevate Ministry. Of course, you can see all the metal chairs. We were in style and, and all of that. So go ahead and show the next one. You can see I was actually leading worship at that time. And uh, I pretty much did about everything at that time. <laughs> and and, uh, and that's that people responding to the altar call and, and seeking the Lord, as you can see there. Uh, go ahead. And that's one of Victor Danridge when he was really young, see? When we say we know Victor Danridge from way back, yeah, he was really young back then, a young evangelist. That's me kind of, I don't know, shouting around and trying to make things happen, I guess. And go ahead and show the next one. Uh, that's, see, that Dennis and, 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 and <laughs> Betty that right there and, and other people. And uh, there, there's Victor again. I don't know, the bottle illustration, I don't know, I don't even remember that one. That's one of our first baptisms. God began to move in that little church. And, uh, and, and that's Memo and Patricia. <laughs> that's Liz's mom and dad. And they were in our church. We were baptizing them there. We would baptize people in the beach back then. Man, we would all get baptized, actually, at that time. Then we moved down the street to Madison. And um, we were able to purchase that building. You could see Renee over there in the corner. I I almost can't even recognize him. Uh, It's a whole different man today. And you see Sandy and then uh, uh, a couple of people. This brother Mel there. And uh, it was all back then. And there's a couple back there, uh, the Canero, they were part of our church. They passed away, went on to be with the Lord uh, when we first moved there. And that's my family there. See, look at those beauties. And it, it was a season in our time where, you know, all of these things were coming together. We went through different times and seasons is what we're trying to say. And through each chapter and each season, God was with us. He never, he, he never forsakes us. And so uh, when we came, uh, Omar was only five months old. And so, Omar, kind of give us your take. I mean, you've seen a lot of different changes here through the years. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is my, my life. I've grown up in this church uh, from the very beginning. I remember just like I've seen video of myself just like uh, with, a, with a jacket on my head, like almost like a cape running around like Superman or Batman and uh, just running through the chairs and um, just growing up here. And it's like uh, I've... A lot of my lifelong friends I've met here in the church. We've grown up together, and um, and then we went to uh, we went to the Madison building down the street. Um, that was obviously I was much a little older, you know, like nine, ten, eleven, and I remember just being a part of the the children's church, the kids' church, and uh, even back then I was kind of leading the worship. I was on the mic, and but. It wasn't even something I thought I would be doing, but I just, I just love the Lord. I love uh, learning about the Bible. Um, I think I just who I am. I just love to learn and love uh, just to be, be a part. And then I, I went, went into Fresh Fire. So I'm just saying these things because those are important. Those are very critical for, uh, for the children to get it. You, you retain everything you, you know, when you, as you grow up, you retain these things. And so going to Fresh Fire, um, 11, 12 years old, I, I got filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues had an encounter for myself. Um, it wasn't anything, um, I'm, my dad shared it a, a lot of times, but it wasn't anything he forced on us. He, he just prayed that we would have an encounters. And, and I had my own encounter. I just pursued God for myself. Um, it, and it really, it wasn't anyone like, 
obviously everyone's, uh, we want people to encounter God, but it was, it was my own, um, you know, just relationship with God and moving on up and in fresh fire. Those were like really my, um, man, very important years of my life. Um, just in, just having a relationship with God, building friendships, um, learning what it means to, to, to walk with the Lord. Um, and so then just developing in church and, um, just found myself all of a sudden leading worship. I had no idea how that happened, uh, but now here I am. And, um, Man, I'm so I'm so grateful. It's it's all just hearing some of the stories and the history and seeing the pictures. It's it, I, honestly, I think it's just the hand of God. It's the move of the Lord. It's God is really uh, using our church, and and we're growing into something. Uh, it's like we we've been around for 30 years, but we haven't seen anything yet. I, I believe I truly believe that um, we're right on the cusp of, of, of being a, a big influence in our city and um, for other people. So that's that's kind of my story. Oh, that's awesome. And then, of course, my son, Isaiah, and his wife, they're not here, but Isaiah, uh, he's our middle son, and, uh, you know, he grew up in the church as well, and is just serving uh, there in the church there at Reclaim in Huddle, Texas, so God's moving through his life. And then I have my younger son here, Jacob, and uh, he came, I think, right about when uh, we got into the Madison building, and so I don't know if you want, uh, kind of want to share a little bit on your take on how you remember some things. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, born at something you guys, or something my dad calls the heartache of 98. Uh, that's, that, that, yeah, that was a time but where... But you brought the joy in yeah, the 98. Yeah, thank you. There you go. I, I like to think that. Um, but really, like Omar said, I mean, I grew up in church, and I grew up in, in children's church, and I, I seen a lot of teachers. I, I went through a lot of, uh, you know, people that, that were teaching me things. Um, I, I, I had uh, Patricia, I had Lisa Costa, um, I even had, you know, Anthony Yanes, all these people. Um, and I remember talking to my wife, uh, I think it was a couple years ago, where I actually studied the book of Jonah. And I remember thinking, like, I never studied this book. And I wonder why, but it was, it was because I had learned it all in children's church. I had learned, literally, they taught me everything. And it was like, when I was reading it, I knew exactly what it was. Because that's how important children's church was. They, they, they taught me things that later in life I would learn. And I would still remember to this day these certain books, the, the jo- Jonah, Noah, David, and Goliath. All these books is I, I learned in children's church. And, and, and I thank God that, I was, that you forced me to come to church when I didn't want to, right? I thank God that I had to come to church because if it wasn't for children's church, if it wasn't for growing up in Fresh Fire, now I had Angel, I had, I had uh, Pastor Angel or Pastor Hector, at, I had Mike, I had all these people. If it wasn't for these ministries, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I, I think it's important that we all know how important and vital Children's Church, Fresh Fire, and then obviously now um, I'm involved in service now, how important all these different things are in life. It, I, again, I thank God that I was a part of those, those ministries. And look at that. You know, sometimes we say, why are we forcing our kids to come to church? You force them to go to school, right? You force them to brush their teeth and take a bath, I hope, right? You know what's right for them. And so don't get, feel all guilty. I'm not going to make them come to church. You're making them do something good for their soul. And uh, I'll tell you, you'll never regret that. And so years later, when we moved uh, here to this building, uh, then Linda came, which is our daughter-in-law, our daughter-in-love, right? And so uh, she came with her family, and of course she met Jacob. So Linda, kind of give us your take of how you remember when you walked in here. Um, 
So we were looking for a church, and um, my parents live like five minutes down the street, and they drove by, my mom did, and we had um, come, right? My mom was like, come with me, and, and we came, and I think it was a midweek service, and we loved it. We came in, we were greeted, the worship was amazing, um, but there was a guest speaker, so we didn't, we didn't know, and I remember... Um, and at the end, we were walking out, and it was Enrique. He, like, came after us, and he's like, come back and hear our pastor. And we're like, okay, you know, and um, we did. We came back, and we heard our pastor, and we're like, okay, this is home. This wow. is our church. And, um, uh, yeah, but I immediately, you know, got connected. I got connected into um, ministry, and I remember one thing that I prayed, and I remember I went to Cornerstone, and maybe like within the first couple of weeks, they had a bonfire and I went. But I remember I was just praying and I said, God, I just want friends. I just want people that I can connect with, people that can, I can do life with, you know? And God had such great plans because I met all my friends here that, you know, their family and now I'm really involved in, in ministry and we get to, you know, move forward the kingdom of God. And then I met Jacob, and now I'm here. <laughs> Little did I know. <laughs> well, I tell you what. See, every every season, there's a time and a appointed time and a purpose, right? And so, again, we're so excited to be a part of this. I'm going to have my family step down. I'm going to have another family. Come on, give them a big hand. And we we wanted to get as many families as we could up here, kind of representing uh, our seasons and times that we were here in our church from the very beginning when we came here to Paramount. And then many of you may not know this, but we actually also transitioned into, we had to move out of this building uh, because the owner kept raising the rent at that time. And then we moved over to Bellflower. Uh, We were subleasing a building at the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And then from the Seventh-day Adventist Church, we moved to Madison. And then from Madison, we moved back here. And at that point, we were able to... Uh, facilitate the whole building. Of course, there's a whole story behind that. Uh, we only really wanted just this space here, and now we got the whole thing. What a blessing, right? The Lord really blessed us. But we're excited to have the Roman family, and uh, we've got Isaac and Liz and Patricia Moctezuma, uh, who came with her husband uh, back in, I don't know what year. You'll kind of share a little bit with that. And then uh, we have Sandy and her brother, Renee, that were actually... They actually came during the uh, Woodruff time when we were over there in, on Woodruff. So, uh, and, and, and I'll kind of let uh, Isaac kind of share a little bit and then kind of whatever you guys want to share. Go ahead, Brother Isaac. Uh, yeah, so I, I've, shared, I've shared in the past in 2003 is really when I came into Paramount and we were at the Madison building. And that's where God really touched me. I was raised in church. Uh, fun fact is that uh, my parents actually went to the Madison Building and pastored in a different organization, the Madison Building, in 1985. And so, uh, like Omar talked about running around here, uh, I, my earliest memories were in the Madison Building. Uh, it was a different church, different organization. And little did we know that, uh, that in that relationship, uh, ultimately, uh, you know, the, the transition from Bellflower back to Paramount and Pastor Omar and, and the Paramount Church coming back to Paramount was facilitated through relationship, uh, through a sublease that ultimately turned into Pastor Omar uh, and, and this church buying that building, which is 
the oldest standing church in the city of Paramount. That Madison building is the oldest standing church in the city of Paramount. And uh, just to be a part of all of that. And who knew uh, I was lost and, and didn't know anything? Who knew that my life would completely be changed? Is sitting in that building. I met my wonderful wife uh, there. And uh, I'll, let, I'll let them share. Um, but just, to, just the rich legacy uh, that we are all a part of. It's incredible to see what God is doing. As things change and shift, as people come and go, as others are released into the ministry, we see that the hand of God has continued to be on this church and this congregation, and the mission is still going forward, reaching more people. Wow. Wow. So, so in uh, uh, what year did you guys come to? The... Okay, we came in 19, 1994. Made a, a timeline so that I could remember. <laughs> so well, she, thanks, she came prepared. <laughs> yeah. So in 1994, um, we came. We walked in uh, through the doors. There was a revival taking place. It was uh, Pastor Abraham. Okay. And um, we came in, beat up, tore up. My goodness. Uh, my husband had almost gotten. Well, he did. He got stabbed many times, multiple times, almost to death. Um, I tried to take my life uh, due to things that were silly, but I didn't know any better. We were not saved. We hadn't heard about Jesus till somebody come and tell us. And um, we decided, you know what? That's it. We're done. We, there has to be something better in this life. So sure enough, we came. We walked through the doors, and there's a revival taking place. And I remember sitting in the back, and my husband's next to me. Elizabeth was just nine. Uh, everybody was, of course, the young. The kids were young. And um, I just cried. I cried listening to the preaching, the teaching that day. And I thought there was a puddle on the ground. I cried so much. I thought my husband's going to leave me. But sure enough, uh, he didn't. We accepted the altar call. And um, we accepted Jesus. Amen. Yeah. And then the next year, 1995, we were married. Pastor Omar kept preaching. And he was really strong on that one. And the conviction came. So it's time to get married. <laughs> So we got married, and this August, it'll be 27 years that I married with my husband. Yeah. So, so that marriage was a Jesus wedding. So those of you that don't, that don't know that terminology, it was literally during a service that you married, that you married them. Right on a yeah. Wednesday night yeah. service, yeah. right? It was, a, it was a Sunday morning, I remember. Oh, it was, it was so a it was Sunday a morning, Sunday morning yeah. Wow, that was radical. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so, you know, when we first came, it was 94. I was about uh, nine years old. Um, the church uh, it looked a lot different. Like Pastor Omar said, the stage was this way. We had such a small space here. Our kitchen was actually the nursery. Our cafe literally, was... Literally, the kitchen was the nursery. Yes, the kitchen was the nursery. And the cafe was the children's church. And it was... Um, the classes were separated by partitions. And, and that was it. So that's all we had. And it was much smaller. And um, I just remember, I, I remember coming. I remember walking in the doors. And again, my mom, you know, she, we just came from chaos. Chaos. You know, it was just chaos. We didn't know God. Um, we were in a Catholic church. No, not even that. Like, we just didn't know God. We didn't know any, any better. We didn't know any better, right? And um, my dad had gotten stabbed in front of us kids. My mom had attempted suicide, and it was just complete chaos. And I, I remember walking in these doors and feeling hope, something I'd never felt. And 
at nine years old, I'm a little girl, you know, filled with anger already, hopelessness, not feeling, you know, I, I had no hope. There, like what, I already seen my dad almost get killed. I already seen my mom, my mom already tried to do that. They, they had nothing. And coming here, I felt so much peace, so much peace. Being a little girl walking in, so much peace, so much that um, I didn't want to leave. I remember, I specifically remember um, driving home and feeling like I don't, I don't, I want to go back to church. If I could just sleep there, that would be great because I had never, I had felt something I had never felt before, and. Um, it was just so awesome. It was awesome. And, and we, we were here ever since. And my parents getting married, what's wild is marriage was never a topic of conversation. I can actually tell you, I didn't even know what marriage was. I was nine years old. I had no idea what that was. It was never a topic of conversation. My parents, they just started having kids. And, and you know, and when they, the excitement of my parents getting married, I had never felt that. And I was so happy. And I, I specifically remember the day before and the day of, I was so happy that I got to witness my parents get married on a Sunday. And, it, you know, we had service and it was just, it was so awesome. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so all, all the miracles, you know, many, many times you walk in this building and you say, all these people have their whole life all together. They've had it from the beginning, but you didn't know them when I knew them. And, and, and to see the miracle, this is why I'm so grateful, uh, not only for every life that is here, uh, I'm grateful for my life and, 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 the, and the journey. And so you could walk into this church and think everything's all together, but you don't realize uh, the lives that God has changed. And, and the people that God has positioned. It's the grace of God. It's so powerful. Um, and and now, now we have Renee. I think Renee was the first one to come into the building. Or was it Sandy? Sandy, you were the first one? No, actually, I believe uh, her, her, a friend of hers from her job go ahead. Uh, invited her too. And so she didn't want to go alone, so she invited me to go too. And she knew I was looking for a church. She was... She was a devil. She wasn't saved at the time. <laughs> but she was just going for her friend. But I was. I, I, I had, you know, I had started watching TV and I had given my life to the Lord. And so, um, yeah, I, I, it was around late 96 that, um, yeah, that we walked That was the other building there, right? That was uh, in Bellflower, the, uh, the, the Bellflower building. Yeah. So, Sandy, give us a little story there. Tell us a little bit of how things happened for you oh. and how you came. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, that I worked with invited me to a church, and she didn't want to go by herself. So I did. Renee just kind of, in a nutshell, said that. Um, I invited him. I had no intention of sticking around, though. I walked into that building. It was a very small building. And uh, I believe we were subleasing yeah. from an Adventist Spanish church. And uh, background-wise, I, I, I was born and baptized into the Mormon church. And so they have massive facilities and temples. And um, I was a part of that growing up. Renee missed all that because um, I stopped going when I was about 17 or 18, and then I went into a lifestyle of, um, I was just a devil, I was. <laughs> I was a really good one, too. I was, that's <laughs> terrible. But um, I do remember being impressed with the fact that I walked in that building, I saw so many different national, I won't, lifestyles, different backgrounds, very broken. I wasn't, I didn't grow up that way, but I was so impressed that everyone was so united and they loved God. I didn't know him yet, 
but they were united in that. I remember a turning point for me, and this is a plug for the conference. It's coming up very quickly. I remember Pastor Omar and Sister Letty inviting us to go with them to their church conference. And I had already gotten saved by this point. It took two years. Uh, I think Pastor Omar was waiting. (laughs) Um, But we went to one of their church conferences, and I got to see what we were a part of. And it was so much bigger than that little building. God showed up in a big way. And I saw people getting sent not just into cities, but into states and into countries. So my vision grew quickly. I didn't want just the city. I didn't want the state, our nation. I wanted continents now. And I remember uh, making a a promise. And I told God this, that, um, because they were, I said this, that, um, um, this is not easy, um, that... This is a righteous cause that Pastor Omar and Sister Letty were going forward with. And I was so impressed with how they laid down their lives for it and seeing other people do the same. And I said, I'm going to do whatever I can to help this man and this woman of God do whatever it takes to build this house. And it was small <laughs> at the time. And so now fast forward 20 years. Um, I actually came to the church when Jacob was in his mommy's belly. One of my best memories is Jacob as an infant throwing up on me right in the middle of service. <laughs> and so fast forward all the um, 20 years later, um, I'm still helping at the end. <laughs> so yeah, I remember, I remember coming in 96 and um, you know, it, was really, it was a really small, I remember being a very small church. I actually remember walking into his church in Bellflower the first time and thinking service was over because there were so pe- few people there. <laughs> but they were actually just getting started. But, um, you know, when I got locked in, you know, I was looking for a good church. When I got locked in, you know, I realized that this was, a, a, you know, God was moving here. And, you know, Pastor Omar always talks about the, the heartache in 98 and those times. But to me, just because I was a new convert and it was just all so fresh, every year was the best year. It was just, from my perspective, this is the greatest thing on earth. No mega church, no nothing could compare to what we had. And I, I just had this sense that it was the best thing in the world. And the heart of the 98 wasn't that for me. It was just like, man, I'm just, I just love this. I wanted to be at church every single day. And, um, you know, it's just amazing, though, through the years you see from, uh, from Bellflower, and then we go to Madison, and you go, then we come over here to Somerset. You know, you see so many different people come, and you see some people go. And I, I, I recognize, I think in my mind, I, you know, I, I, just, I just see God bring in people. And he has always brought in people. And he begins to raise them up. And and some of them take flight. Some of them answer the call and some of them go. And then he brings in a new wave of people. And and some of those people don't quite answer the call. And they they don't quite take flight. And God brings in another group of people. And and some of them take flight and they go and they answer the call and some don't. Uh, And you see that in phases. You see that in the church. And I've seen that in Bellflower. I've seen that here at Madison. And I see just groups of people come and some answer the call. I'm, I'm good friends with just about every single pastor that has gone out from Pastor Angel to Pastor Mike to Pastor Donnie to Pastor Eddie. I've known them all, and I've seen guys come, and I've seen guys go, and, and you see guys get raised up. And, and it's really astonishing to see when you think back what, how, you know, just God doing it all. It, it's really quite remarkable. And, um, you know, you couldn't have planned it, but it, it just really is amazing. And, um, you know, I, I will tell you this. There's a group of people here I see now. God's brought in a new group of people in this church today. And I pray that every one of them, I pray that every one of them takes flight and answers that call. It would be so unfortunate if some didn't. And so I'll just say this. Lastly, every one of you has an opportunity. You're a part of a new legacy, you know. One day, 
many years in the future, you're going to be a part of this legacy, the new legacy that's to come. So praise God. Come on, let's give them all a big hand. And um, we, you want one more? Go ahead. Wait, hold on. Fun fact. Go ahead. Renee used to play drums. Oh, that's right. <laughs> At the Bellflower Building. Can, can I give it one fun fact about Lizzie? <laughs> Uh, sorry, I was, I was, I was going to say this too. Um, I remember, obviously, remember Pat, Patricia and, and Little Liz, and she was a teenager at the time. And I just, I have this memory. I remember she was a bit of a, a rebel when she was really young. And I remember one time we were in her apartment, and her mom was kind of, you know, trying to get through to her, trying to witness to her. And, and I don't know what the topic was, but um, Patricia said that um, God is not a respecter of person. And I remember Lizzie saying, well, if God doesn't respect me, why should I respect him? <laughs> she didn't get it. She didn't understand. There's hope, guys. Okay? <laughs> Parents, there's hope. <laughs> I remember. It was so funny. But anyway. You know what? If I yeah. can say one more thing. Is, Go ahead. You know what? We learned here, um, every time we moved, Pastor Omar was to not ask questions. But just to obey. And I thank God that we did obey. You know, you see the, the product of all of this. It's three, three generations of, of our family here. Wow, we pray more. Amen. God's so good, isn't he? Amen. Well, I think we can, we're going to transition and we're going to have another group of folks here in our church. I give these guys a big hand as they go. And uh, we're going to have Rob and Carly come up. And then Danielle. Also, and Marlene is with Marlene's coming too. All right, let's give them all a big hand. And again, this is the different seasons uh, in our ministry. And again, we can almost have so many people in this building right now that are sitting here that can come up here. Uh, we just try to get a variety of our families to come and, and represent different seasons in our ministry and the changes that took place during that time. But there's even now more families that have come in just recently within the last five years, last 10 years, that you can come up here and share your, uh, your part in the impact. So, again, don't feel that uh, we just can't get everybody up here. We'd be here uh, for days, right? And, and even as, as I'm having these families sh share today, there's so much more they can share and, and uh, I just felt like, you know, we, we'll, we'll just have to try to get as many. But I felt that, that you can get a variety of takes from different people and the seasons that uh, of change. Because change is my friend. In fact, turn to your neighbor and say, change is my friend. It is. It's not your enemy. And so all of us this morning as Christians, you've been changed. When you embrace change, you'll see what God can do in your life. So we got Rob and Carly. So maybe, Rob, you kind of... Want to start off how you, you came and, and the impact that uh, uh, all, all that's happened in your life since that time? Yeah, I, I remember, uh, I, I had, for those of you that don't know, I, I moved from Northern California and we both came here to get an education. We, we were going to college. And so we, were, we, we had gotten saved at another church, but when we came out here, we knew we needed to find a church to get plugged into. And so we were, find, we were going to a church in downtown LA and it, you know, honestly, it just wasn't working out. People weren't, they would talk to her. They wouldn't talk to me type of thing. And I didn't like that, you know? So I'm like, man, what's going on? So to make a long story short, I don't want to take a lot of time, but we walked into Paramount. And the moment we walked in, people were already just inviting me to connect group. And this was at the Madison building. This is, you know, uh, we're, I'm thinking 17, 18 years ago, I think it feels 18, yeah, 18 years ago. And they're already, you know, 
greeting me, talking to me. Um, I remember Pastor Omar talked to me, and I was just like blown away, like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, this is awesome. And it was just a small church. It was tiny, and then everybody just loved everybody. And, and I, I just didn't see that at some of these other churches, and it was almost like a, it was a form of rescue where God was telling me, hey, this church is doing something good. And then we came in when Pastor Omar just began to start launching churches. And at first, I'm looking at this like, wait a minute, there's people like sad, and then there's people celebrating that people are leaving, but it's because that there was Pastor Omar and Sister Letty, they just were telling the vision is the Great Commission. You know, that's the foundation that people answer this call. We can celebrate it. And going back to what Renee was saying, people were just put into positions now to step up. And, and it just created this opportunity of growth. And it's challenging, right? And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I knew that, hey, I wanna, I wanna help this church. I wanna be the one to step in. If, if so-and-so is getting sent out and they were in charge of the children's church, we gotta step in and help, you know? And we gotta be a part of that great commission, even though we're not going with this couple to start this church. This church is important. And we need, we need to lift this up. We need to make sure that it's continued standing and, and, that, and then Pastor Omar has everything he needs. And we caught that, I, I caught that vision right away and, and I've seen so many pastors sent out now and just like Renee, all, we're all still friends and, and we celebrate with each other when they're doing something good, we celebrate. We, hey, let us know if you need anything. Those relationships are still there and they're stronger than ever till this day. And it's just because we are following the call of God and the vision that has been placed on this church. Well, Carly, kind of tell us a little bit your take here. Um, so when we first came, we were um, just 20, maybe 21. So, um, yeah, we've been here. We walked into the Madison building. It was just me and Rob here. We had moved here to L.A. And so I think we were looking for a place to belong because it was just us. Um, we weren't married at the time. Um, and we were just we needed a place and our plan was to move back to Northern California when we got married, whenever that had been. Right. And we walked here into Paramount and I remember Liz Lizarraga gave me a hug and she said, welcome. And we never left. I just felt like it was, it felt like our church home back in Northern California, just that really like a family. And we have found family. We found, um, you know, Pastor Omar and Pastor Dave um, Hernandez, their families, they took us in like their, their own kids. Um, they got us involved in ministry very early. Um, we were youth leaders probably like eight months after we came. We were involved in Fresh Fire and helped that grow. And I remember our, the first conference at the Madison building and seeing all of these people just so excited about this vision of sending people out. And I knew, I, was, I don't want to leave. This is so cool to see the vision actually play out and then to see the conferences grow bigger and bigger, more churches. And we've been conferences, what, 15, 16 years? Um, 17 years, I'm not sure, um, or maybe 18, I don't know, I came the first year, so, <laughs> but think about everything, all of the churches, 30 plus churches that are in this fellowship now, this, this network, to, I mean, that's not a lot of time, and I am just so thankful that the hand of God has been on, 
on this church, on our pastors, that they keep saying yes. And it inspires me to keep saying yes. I want to encourage you guys to keep saying yes, because there's no greater feeling. I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't keep saying yes. And that's because of the example of our pastors and the leadership that's been ahead of us. They said yes, so I can say yes. It's totally okay to say yes. Um, And I just want to encourage you guys, um, stick around, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And so now we, we also have Danielle, who... Uh, actually was here in the very beginning in your your parents came through your grandparents and and now you have your children so it's four generations of Danielle's family that's been part of this church so kind of share a little bit on your take here Danielle okay um I was two when um my family walked into this church and um my earliest memories is they even followed when we guys went to Bellflower and children's church was in like this basement thing and <laughs> so you go down and I just remember like it was like a huge white hall thing it was huge um, but we had children's church in there and I remember um, it was Lisa and um, Trina and all of them that um, were my teachers but here sister Letty was my nursery worker <laughs> and um, I just have one memory of being um, ready to graduate to like the older class and we were in that hallway and I was crying because I didn't want to be and she gave me my first pep talk and (laughs) she was like it's time time to go you gotta go you're a big girl now (laughs) and um and I did and um but yeah and then um unfortunately my family kind of drifted away from this church but my grandparents stayed so grandparents, if you got your grandchildren, bring them with you, because I'm a product of that. Um, so my grandparents, they were like, you're going to come with us? And I was like, okay. And they started off, I think they were cleaning the church even, and they would give me a mic, and I remember standing on, it was over there, and I'd sing and all that stuff. But um, what really got to me was when we were talking about reach, at first it was super weird to have a name change. I was like, this is all I know. But um, what really got to me was seeing all of the um, people that imparted into my life. So being here at two years old, I wasn't perfect. I, I, you know, I did things as a teen, but Children's Church set that foundation for me. And then um, Fresh Fire, I came with Roxanne and Eddie, Pastor Roxanne and Eddie. And um, they got to impart things in me that I was like, oh, okay. Okay, and then they took me to my first conference. And then that conference, they decided to go pastor. (laughs) I was like, okay. And then um, Pastor Mondo and Lisa came in, and they imparted things in me. And um, they encouraged me. That was when they really encouraged me to pursue worship. They were like, you keep going, keep doing it. And um, I say all that because then I had Angel and Dez, and then um, that's when I came over to be in the adult service. Um, But I say all that because it's true. Fresh Fire, that's where my roots were. And that's where they imparted so many things in me to where I could go to my public school and all these friends that I had there, I was able to say, hey, no, 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 I don't do that. Why don't you come with me? You know, and so I was able to show them who Jesus was just by my roots of being at Fresh Fire. And um, fun fact, Annabelle was in my high school, and I was leading worship one day, 
And I looked at her and I was like, I think I know that girl. And, um, <laughs> and she came up to me and she says, I remember you in high school. She goes, and you were the Christian girl. She goes, you were always the one. And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Lord. <laughs> but, um, you know, just seeing you, Pastor Omar, you literally married my entire family and buried a lot of my family. <laughs> but, <laughs> but just to see you. <laughs> I'm old, huh? <laughs> But just to see you, you know, I look at you and, and Sister Jati as, you know, my godly parents. And you guys been through so much with me. And just to see this take place, it's just like, wow. Like, it's incredible. And I'm so happy and I'm so honored to be able to still be a part of this. <laughs> Come on, man. That's awesome. We love you. So we're going to go over here to Marlene. And Marlene, did you start coming at the Madison building? Yes. I so, came in. I was invited by my brother in 2002, and um, I've seen a lot of changes. Yeah, it, I, I, it was a Friday night alive that I came to and um, got led to the Lord that day by Patricia. And um, to me, it was it was a small building, but it was packed. It was it was too big already to me because you know I was in and out all the time, but coming here. Just seeing the changes is, it's amazing. It's um, amazing. My kids come here. Um, I just love it here. <laughs> I don't know. Um, out of my comfort zone right here, this is all God, because I would never do this, but God is moving. And um, I'm, I'm a leader in hospitality, and that's a big step for me as well. And um, you guys are amazing. Our pastors are amazing, all of them. Thank you. And I, I just love it. And at first, I was a little, uh, I guess, indifferent about the name change. But, oh, my gosh, it's amazing. It is amazing. We're, we are going to reach a lot of people, Amen. just like I was reached. <laughs> and and I, I think that's the, that's the spirit behind the name is we are continuing to reach, reach up to God and worship, reach out to people for salvation. And reach onward. We're not going to stay the same. God keeps moving. Amen. In different seasons and different time. And so we're so proud of every, every one of, of these folks that are up here. And Marlene, I know her, uh, her son just got married to Des the other, a few weeks ago. Man, Eddie, you seem so happy, man. I'm telling you. Wow. I miss him. You miss him? Yeah. That's just, yeah. So, you know... Uh, and so her family, her, her daughter, uh, Daisy. Daisy, plays the piano. Your son Aiden is here as well. So uh, it's just amazing what the Lord has done uh, through her family. And, and again, that's what the Lord is doing through different families that God brings here. In different, and they've seen the change. And again, change is what? Say it again. That's right. So I want you to give them a big, uh, just a, a big hand clap. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com give.